Thank you for joining us. This is Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. And you're listening to Diesel Performance Podcast. Uh, guys, we've been getting ramped up for the early Black Friday sale for a while. So we're excited to see that that's out. We'll cover the details in just a second. Chris, I know there's one other exciting project going on in the shop. I thought you would want to take a moment to talk about it. Yeah, so there's no secret. Anyone that follows uh, Calibrated Power Duramax Tuner, there's been a lot of hype and interest around our Stealth Series 67G2 L5P Duramax Turbo. Um, there's no secret that the L5P platform is a, a very promising platform, right, Paul? Just the fuel system that it offers, there was always uh, or there was a little early discouragement in tuning because of the process, but I think... Uh, I think a lot of that that process cost what that package looks like on the tuning side has come down drastically and is is kind of like a, a, a the new norm right in, in the newer trucks for tuning um, but we knew that in just tuning alone the turbocharger is a limiting factor there are a couple other turbos in the market that are drop-in replacements so you know we understand that we're not like reinventing the wheel from a modified stock turbo but we are reinventing the wheel with the turbo technology and what our Stell 67 is going to feature. Um, so after about a year of R and D, we finally have a, a finalized unit on a test truck and uh, we've been driving the truck for the last couple of weeks. And uh, Paul, last week, you guys went to the drag strip with it, right? Uh, yeah. So they got a chance to run it down the track. It's some exciting times. We've got to see it on the dyno, making some big power. Uh, we're now going to our second test unit. That's, believe that project is going to kick off next week if it hasn't already kicked off today. Yep. Um, so excited to see us just be able to repeat the results before we publish any numbers. So for all the guys asking, we're not going to publish any numbers until we're, we're able to do this twice. So we want to see it done on two different trucks uh, and just have it a hundred percent with this turbo. Uh, we completely re-engineered the, the whole vein pack. So the whole exhaust side of this truck is completely unique to just being in the stealth. Uh, and when you dive into a, a year-long project that involves this much, you want to make sure that when it goes to the customer, like everything else that we sell, it's going to be perfect. And, th and that's what we're looking for. That's what our customers want. So really excited for that project. We'll definitely make sure to keep you listeners posted on that. For right now, if you're looking for something you can do today, I'll tell you what, if you got an LLY or LB7, right now you can pick up $1,000 off on a DT550 if you include the 6B conversion kit. Um, that's a killer deal. It's, the kit itself is eighteen seventy five to convert your five speed to your six speed. Right now, you could do it for just eight seventy five if you add it in with a DT five fifty. So that's a fully built transmission, ready to rock and roll for all of you daily drivers out there. We do offer some bigger models, a seven fifty if you're more competitive, a thousand if you really want to go balls out. The kit is also available for that discount on any of those models. Um, the two fifty off on the six liter the LB7 and the VVT Stell 67 G2, those turbos I think are already, we're starting to see very early in the month fly off the shelf. So if you guys are looking to get one right away, uh, make sure you give a call in. Chris, how can they reach you? Yeah, 815-568-7920. And then my extension is 2121. Or shoot me an email. That is C-E-M-K-E, so C-E-H-M-K-E, at DuramaxTuner.com. 
Absolutely. Guys, some other cool stuff, and I think we may have briefed over this in the past. Uh, WC Fab has a new 2017 to 2019 L5P Duramax transmission cooler thermostat bypass plug. And I love how many words are in the name of that product because that's exactly what I would have <laughs> named it. Uh, something I'm famous for is describing out the, the product, and that's exactly what they did here. So, Chris, wa- walk our listeners through why what are we doing here yeah so what we're able to do here is bypass uh the the thermostatic uh the, the thermostat itself and allow for uh the, the, the thermostat to basically stay open to allow for fluid to travel through the cooler. Um, the idea here is, is to um, keep the, the transmission running at adequate temperatures, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, a lot of times with diesels, when you A, up the power of the vehicle and or uh, you're towing a, a heavier load, which let's face it, that's what these trucks are designed to do. Um, sometimes the, uh, the thermostat might not open up and cause spikes in the trans temperature and you want to be able to alleviate that um, what's cool with this product is is it's fairly inexpensive right Paul it's 55 bucks yeah. um, what I thought was really interesting is it's not just for diesels though um, their R&D team confirmed that it's compatible with a lot of other vehicles uh, equipped with a transmission thermostat bypass so that's your 2017 to 2019 Silverado and GMC Sierra, uh, 2500, 3500, 660 diesels. Um, but it also supports your 14 to 18, 1500 uh, Silverado and Sierras uh, equipped with the 436 liter, uh, sorry, 436 cylinder, the 53 V8, and the 62 V8. Um, it also supports the 2015 to 2020 Chevrolet Suburban, Tahoe, and GMC Yukon with the 5.3 eight-cylinder and the 6.2-liter eight-cylinder. So really cool to see a, a small little component be widely used over a lot of different platforms. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because it seems like, you know, GM, man, they're in their LS world and the gas engine stuff, you know, they have this – um, they, they have this name and they're known in the industry for being able to take one component and work over a lot of other com- platforms as well. Absolutely, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is one of those really cool products where you could do it in your driveway. It's not a a huge process. You don't have to go pay a shop to do it. Um, So so it's pretty basic. It's pretty simple. And I think a lot of guys are going to benefit from it. My understanding is that uh, if we can bypass that thermostat plug, we're also going to ensure higher line pressures throughout the operating range, uh, which which is a huge benefit uh, when we're talking about being able to apply 1200, 1400 foot pounds of torque to the wheels right? Which is what some of these L5Ps are seeing. Uh, Cool stuff for those gas guys too, right? And then uh, of course, Exergy Performance, guys, uh, after years of testing and developing, they have finally released their Exergy Performance diesel fuel additive. Uh, It is high lubricity rate, the highest lubricity rating out of 17 brands tested, a level A rating from the NA. CE corrosion test. Uh, It increases the life of high pressure fuel system components, but boost up to five points of cetane, which means more power. Uh, It could increase your fuel economy up to a peak of about 10%. And it really helps you maintain clean injectors, separates the moisture um, for more thorough removal and stabilizes for fuel storage. Of course, a big one for us is it also helps decrease soot particles which can help you with like visible smoke or DPF regen. So really, really cool to see not 
not a company who maybe made windshield washer fluid all of a sudden get into diesel fuel additive, <laughs> but right. instead a company that's been dealing with diesel fuel application forever so long. and, and, and yep. the, a premier brand name to, to be experts at it at, at its most basic sportsman level all the way up to high performance, the, the biggest trucks in the country are running Exergy fuel systems. And now they're saying like, hey, we know these components so well, we started to look into what is the right diesel fuel additive. So I'm really excited about those products. Uh, definitely reach out to your Exergy performance dealers like Calibrated Power, Duramax Tuner, WC Fab, and many, many other companies uh, and ask them about being able to get your hands on some diesel fuel additive. Chris, I think we were kicking around an idea of, of maybe doing some testing ourselves for, for a future podcast episode. I think yeah. that'd be a lot of fun. I think that's something that we need to you know, put together and, and plan accordingly. And uh, maybe you or I need to give a call over to uh, Randy or Rob over at uh, Exergy and see what we come up with. I like it. And look at that, guys. Listeners, you're seeing our actual planning in effect real world right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> guys, today's show, I am super excited for. This was a huge project we worked on over at, at Duramax Tuner. Uh, it took literally a, about every department in the company to make this five video series work. Uh, so what we did, uh, Chris, was I'm sure you've watched it, the tuned and towing segment. Uh, so we did yep. a five-part series, did an intro and then a recap, and then three ride-alongs uh, with Nick and myself. And we took out a 2019 Dooley Cummins. We took out the 2020 L5P, and we took out the 2020 Power Stroke. Now, all of them at their highest possible trim levels. So we had a Denali, we had, what is it, the Laramie. Um, and, and then of course, the, we had the 2020 that's, that's Mahoney's truck that has the Tremor package on it. Yeah. All beautiful trucks, all maxed out on options. Um, but what we did was we said, you know what, our customers not only tow with their trucks, but they want to tune their truck and tow with it. So yeah. we thought we would do the comparison like that. So we put each one of them in honestly, too big of a tune, um, much more horsepower than what we would recommend a customer to run. Uh, so we really put like our, our street slash race tune on each one of these trucks. Uh, and then we hooked it to a, to a gooseneck trailer with, we'll call it the max legal amount of weight we could get on the trailer. So we, we have a big <laughs> tractor, a big Zader uh, with a mower deck on it or a bush hog or whatever. We strapped it down. These things are maxed out. Now we're not running up the Eisenhower Pass with this, right? We're in Northern Illinois. We don't have too much elevation change, but we did go out and run the same route and found the same hill and push the truck in the same way. We also did like zero to 60 comparisons with a trailer hooked up. So yeah, Chris, awesome. you had a chance to watch these videos. What'd you think? Uh, I mean, I think it's one of those things where it's stuff that internally we experience quite frequently, but I might not necessarily be vocal to majority of our customers. And I think the reason being is, um, you know, these trucks, these newer trucks have the ability to keep things cool and in check. They have very big coolers, intercoolers, radiators. Uh, they have the ability to keep their, their themselves uh, consistent in, in temperature control. Um, so, I mean, uh, it was nice to put the videos together and compare the three platforms, which is more or less where I was more intrigued. Um, but, you know, tuning in the bigger tune, we get a lot of guys that call in, hey, you know, I see you got a sport tune, but what if I tow in the race tune? What <laughs> if I tow in the sport economy tune? And, uh, you know, it's, it's not that it can't be done. I'm not going to say that, it, you know, no, don't do it. You're going to hurt the truck. It's all about how you apply the power in the truck. It's all about how you harness the power. 
and use the power and put that power to the ground. So it, uh, you know, I think it's a very educational video, you know, not to toot your horn, but I think you guys did a really good job with, you know, how that information became a package to, you know, put into a video series. Um, You know, so I think anyone that has ever asked, can I tow in the race tune? Can I tow in this tune? How does the 2020 compare to the the 2019 or the 2020, you know, Ford, GM, Ram, whatever? This is a really nice video to illustrate all three platforms and where their strengths and where their weaknesses lie. Absolutely. Now, guys, the ride-alongs themselves are about 20, 25 minutes each. I didn't want to slide a whole hour-long episode of you listening to me and Nick drive trucks when... We actually have the real videos available on our Duramax Junior YouTube channel. If you listen to this show, you're probably going to, at the very least, you're going to love the Diesel Insight series. So it's worth going over to Duramax Junior's YouTube channel uh, and making sure you subscribe. You can watch all five of the videos, hear us answer the questions, do the whole recap at the end, and actually see us driving all three of the trucks independently. For today, uh, we're, we're going to run just the audio from Nick and I driving the 2020 F-250 Super Duty with the Tremor package. I hope you guys enjoy. All right, guys, we are now in the 2020 Ford Power Stroke. Uh, This F-250 has the Tremor package on it. It is the baddest Super Duty money can buy right now. It it is freaking nice, Nick. I mean, one thing I will always say about Fords, and and it is just the stupidest but most important thing to me, is all the elbow room I have right by the window. You cannot comfortably hang your arm out the window unless your upper arm is like a foot and a half long. I mean, you gotta be a real ogre to hang your arm out the window one of these things. Yeah, you got a lot of room in here, man. This is a big boy's truck. This this really is uh, the center, the dash, that everywhere we touch. Again, it's all the nicest stuff. I think I think you'd be hard pressed to find somebody to complain about the interior of this truck. Right away, I will tell you, we are in a mild acceleration here. I think that's noisier than the Cummins. Yeah, I'll probably give you that. There's a lot of air sound. There's a lot of a lot of engine sounds. It's got a little extra rattle to it compared to the Duramax, which I didn't expect. Yeah. yeah. Um, by far, I think. Uh, I, by far. This is still a very quiet truck. If you've been driving older trucks your whole life, this will still be the quietest thing you've ever rode in. But it, the three of them right next to each other, noticeably, I'd say this one has more noise. Again, I don't, would not, it, it's not similar to an exhaust note. No, not in any way. <laughs> it's, it's engine noise, it's ticking, it's kind of like, you know, metallic-y. Yeah. Um, timing noise, I'd call it, or fuel pressure noise. But sure. Yeah, it's got a little extra noise. And the Tremor package has those uh, dirt track tires, which you can also hear. There you go. Yeah, the tires. Now, the Tremor package gives it a few other things. I'm not a wild, like, trim-level, know-it-all, 8200A guy, but um, <laughs> I, I do know that it, it gives you a little bit stiffer suspension, a few other few other features along those lines. Uh, we were just going through some of the factory modes. Did you come across a rock-crawling mode in got this? got a rock-crawling mode, so I got tow haul, econo, slippery conditions, rock-crawl, whereas the other trucks have normal and tow haul. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the turbo brake on this truck also has the automatic option versus the full-on, similar to the Cummins. Uh, I would say it's not anywhere near as effective as the Cummins. Right. Probably about like about like the GM, maybe a little better than the GM, but okay. neither of these come anywhere close to the Cummins as far as slowing the truck down. Because the GM, you, you, I think we're safe to say you were legitimately disappointed that it didn't was, break hard. I was disappointed. <laughs> Does I was you to say that about yeah, a GM? Yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm sorry, I was disappointed. <laughs> now, um, 
the, the braking on this truck will, will rely on you for the feedback. I'll say the acceleration and the, the smoothness feeling. This is a smooth truck taken off. It's smoother than both the other trucks. Really? Just, it, it feels, I, I, I don't know that effortless is the right word, but it feels like you are doing what you're supposed to be doing with the truck. It feels like this is where it's in its happy spot. Uh, this is where the truck wants to live. It's just in that, that easy, smooth takeoff where I don't feel the trans defueling real hard between no, shifts. I really, really don't even notice it. The it trans. feels like it's holding gear. While we're taking really off, happy. Which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get up, you can feel it. I mean, you, you shift one, two, it locks the converter clutch up, and it just shifts not not overly firm, but there's very little pause between shifts. Very clean. I mean we're we're heavy, you know, we've said that before. We're thirty thousand pounds here and we've got a five hundred and fifty rear wheel horse tune on the truck. It's not anything that is easy on equipment, I'll tell you that. And uh, yeah, the truck is I, I wouldn't say you don't know the load is back there, but it, it feels very comfortable with this weight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, ride quality as far as bouncing around or that kind of feel in the cab with this one, again, I think plush would be the right word. This feels very comfortable. Uh, the, the Dually, so the Dually, now we've had two trucks now, single rear wheels compared to the Dually. Both of our trucks have more aggressive treads on them, so they're not the factory for sure. Yeah. quite the, those smooth ride from the factory tires. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Can you feel the rear end moving around on this with that load? The truck doesn't feel as planted as the dually. Okay. I'll tell you that. Um, I, I can feel, I think these tires have a little more, a little more side to side movement just in the tread as well. Um, but it doesn't feel bad. They're, all the tires are set at the same pressure. So the dually was at 75 or 80. These are at 80. The L5P was at 80. So it's not like we're, you know, we're trying to be as fair as we can here. And, uh, you know, I, I thought I would really be annoyed with the Tremor package tire. Like, I, I mean, I like the tire, don't get me wrong, it looks tough. It does. But for doing this, I do not think it's an ideal tire. And I thought I would feel that really yeah. early on, and it's not It's not bad. I was honestly worried about the road noise with them. Because yeah. usually when you get into those real aggressive, big gaps for to clear out the mud, that's where you can hear it on the road, right? Shift quality. So we went through a lot of the shift quality kind of challenges and frustrations that we have with the L5P. And we talked about how even though we're not tuning the ASIN either, shift quality is really there. It really yeah. feels nice. Um, right. There's some room for improvement. This is the one truck that we have a tuned transmission in. Yeah. Also is a 10-speed. Also is a 10-speed. So kind of throwing all of the variables out there between these three trucks. Uh, what do you think about this one? Because I'll say, so far, like we mentioned on takeoff, up and down gears, you don't think about uh, it. This transmission wins. Right? Like, yeah. It's just, and it may change if we can tune the Allison, but as of right now, not even is, a comparison. But this yeah, trans. here we are. And, th and this is one spot I think a lot of guys, and so often I know I personally talk about takeoff and transmission shifting, transient throttle response and transmission shifting. Mm -hmm. But do you know the one place I get the most complaints from customers is downshifting. Okay. I'm, I'm coming up to a stop sign. I'm hard on the brakes like we just were. And the thing just, it feels like it's clunking. Guys say, oh, it feels like I'm, it's bucking Bronco when it's downshifted. It's slamming in. This, it downshifted just fine. No, there was no like. no hiccups, no nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's. I tell you what, it's really nice too when you can feel that trans lock up and stay locked as it completes the shifts. Um, you know, it's... There's a fine line between putting the power down at this level, at this weight, and maintaining shift quality, and I'm really impressed with the way this trans is doing it. Now, 
also, this is our highest peak power truck in the fleet. Um, so uh, the other ones we come in, the Cummins we come in, we start off at 400 with the high output. We tune those up to about 480 on your tow tunes. Uh, the L5P we come in, refresh my memory here, Nick, mid fours. Uh, on the tow tune? On the L5P stock. On the L5P stock, we're about 405, 407. There we go. And then with the tow tune, I'm sorry, we're at with 480. The, yeah, with the tow tune, we're about 480. Now, remember, we have the sport tune in all these trucks. So right. the L5P was up around 550. This truck, similarly, at that power level, uh, the, the Ram was about 500 horsepower. So, you know, the Ram, you know, I noticed the difference in power. I can tell right away these trucks, as soon as they get up in that 2000 RPM, uh, plus range these trucks shine the ram does feel like it has more torque it feels more much more comfortable at like 14 1600 rpm just kind of lugging pulling the turbochargers right there and that makes sense because the ram is out of turbocharger sooner it has a smaller turbocharger as far as the exhaust side goes and just the geometry and you know that helps it spool up quick that helps it lug but it also hinders it up top gotcha okay yeah um turbochargers i think that's an interesting one to bring up here because my understanding is the turbocharger in this and the l5p extremely similar very similar very similar yeah they both use that Bork warner uh, variable geometry turbocharger with the newer newer vein style uh, we're working on a stealth upgrade for that turbocharger with the upgraded nozzle ring and bigger turbine assembly yeah. but yeah we've, we've seen that 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 change from Garrett to Borg Warner uh, variable geometry technology has made these trucks more able to lug, and you've seen that in in the response. You know, just just in the single gear, you know, hold ability to hold one gear and and be pulled down in the rev range. We've also seen it in the full throttle shift points. Uh, the factory seems to use lower full throttle shift points on these newer trucks, presumably because there's no need to run them out that high because they've shifted the power curve lower in the rev range which is what customers want. Okay, okay. Um, now that that power delivery and that transient throttle response is something we often talk about. I know it's something we talked about in the other trucks. So I have a little bit higher peak power here. I have a, a quick spooling, smaller turbocharger than maybe in some of the older models and things of that nature. What, is, what does that translate to when I'm on the road? So if, if we do need to get up and move, I take it this truck is just immediate responsive like the L5P was, where I know that even though the, the smallest turbocharger of the three, the Cummins didn't seem to respond quite as snappy. Yeah. It wasn't quite as peppy as the other two. You're right, you're right. Yeah, the, <clears throat> the L5P and the Power Stroke engine-wise are very, very similar in power delivery. Uh, they. You could easily mistake the two if you've masked their sound. The the 6.7 Power Stroke seems like it has a little more, little more noise to it. Not in a bad way, but just a little bit, a little bit more noise. Otherwise, power delivery between these two is, I mean, it'd be hard pressed to know the difference. Yes, like the if difference, you really didn't see any badges. Right, the difference is in the trans. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Man, the trans and the power and the peak, this one really starts to stand out. But I know everybody I talk to who's driven all three loves the Cummins. <laughs> like, it, it, it's hard to get around that. You've right? only been talking to Chris M. Keeple. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, podcast. Um, <laughs> So, but but it is. I, I, I think there, there there's a lot of people out there who, who have taken a look at all three and man, you sit in that Cummins, it's nice. What what makes this truck stand out? I know the trans is really good on it. I, I think that's a clear, puts it a, a whole head of, of yeah. above the rest of the pack. The more I drive all three of these trucks, the more I see the balance in the Ford. 
I, I, I feel like the Ford has a great balance between quality interior, uh, nice features, you know, uh, usability features, and and the, and the power delivery, which I'm, I'm of course a power guy. Um, so I appreciate you know a great engine and trans. Um, I mean, it just it doesn't shine in the in the interior like the Ram does, and it doesn't have IFS like the Chevy, but. Otherwise, I mean, it's a really well-balanced truck, and it's a strong truck. And there's a lot of there's a lot of buyers out there who that makes sense for. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think this we want this video to be a lot about stepping away from the brand loyalty. You know, clearly, you are of DuramaxTuner.com. Yeah, I mean, so I started out a GM guy, but I've I've got a lot of hours on all these platforms, and I think it's important that if you're if you're going to be kind of honest with yourself in your new vehicle purchase and your performance enthusiast, like you're going to spend a lot of money here. You know, drive these things, do do your research. You might you might find yourself moving from a Dodge to a Ford or from a GM to a Dodge, or you know what I mean. It's important to to try all the manufacturers' options. I think too many guys get wrapped up in their their ego and their persona is you know I'm a Ram guy, I'm a Ram guy, or I'm a Ford guy. I'm never buying anything else. Well. Try it. They have changed. Try I mean, that's one of the big things I, yeah. I have to kind of yell at everybody is like, hey, listen, I also agree the 12 valve was an amazing engine <laughs> and an amazing truck. But if that's what you're basing your love affair with Cummins after, all of them are totally There's different. There's a lot more it's, technology out there. We're even near yeah. the same vehicle it was you know, 20 years ago, much less even 10 years ago. Every four years, every three years, these manufacturers spend a lot of money in R&D, they spend a lot of money in engineering, and they bring out their best and brightest, you know, uh, this is, these are their flagship vehicles. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of really hardworking people out there who are trying to make the best vehicles out there, and I think, you know, we as performance enthusiasts owe it to the market to put them through their paces, you know, run them, beat them. That's right. Hey, we're coming up to our hill here, so this is going to be one of the spots that we really see how this truck shines when it's under a load, when it's under a little bit of stress. Um, now, I know on the Ram, we pretty much didn't notice anything because it just smoothly pulled us up the hill with no hiccups. Uh, with the GM, it definitely had plenty of power, but the, again, the trans flared out, I think, is probably the right way to phrase it. I think you're overstating it a little bit, Paul, but yeah, the, the Ram dropped one gear at the top of the hill. We went from fifth to fourth. The GM dropped two gears, uh, one right at the top of the hill, and I would expect this one probably to drop a gear or two similar to the, you know, similar to the Duramax. So take a look here as we crest the first uh, peak of the hill. So there's your one gear on the first hill. Yep. And these are baby hills, you know, it's it's Illinois, what do you expect? But <laughs> it's better than nothing. There you go, just enough to test it, see if it's working. So I'm, I'm doing my best to maintain speed, but yeah, I gotta drop one. able to maintain that 55 with just one gear drop and I might have been pushing the GM a little differently for that last gear drop on the crest of the hill but I would say you know pretty uneventful um, I would say the, the gear drops were smoother in this truck and you know we're gonna keep hitting on that trans piece because it's it, it is makes, the standout it part, makes right? a difference yeah 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 because I know earlier we discussed fuel systems are pretty similar turbos are pretty similar displacements real close two V8s looking side by side with each other um, yeah, this and the L5P right on top of each other. 
right? Power, performance, even price points as, as you're looking up for new ones, um, they're gonna cost you a pretty similar amount to, to invest into either one of them. So, so it does come down to some of those features we talked about earlier, you know, what's gonna stand out to you, what's gonna be the little thing that shines that really makes you love the truck. Uh, one of the things I will say in this is the versatility. So when you unhook um, and you're driving around unloaded, I think the, the Ford is probably my favorite of the three to drive on the road with no trailer behind. Yeah, you can squall the tires in the Ford. It, it, it clicks the shifts off really well. It's a, it's a hot rod truck tuned. I mean, and, and we're talking 2020 tuned. Um, obviously we don't have products out for 2020 Ford tuning. So it's kind of a moot point right now. Uh, they will be out in the near future, I assume but there's just no good flash tool. We have to take the ECM out of the truck right now, but that's not stopping us from doing our development, not stopping us from telling you what to expect when tuning does come out for these. Sure. Um, yeah, I would say unloaded, this truck is, is really fun to drive. And the, you know, the GM's a lot of fun to drive too. I would say the Dodge is just, it feels more of a workhorse, or the Ram feels like more of a workhorse truck when you compare it against these two. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's my thing is, is that because I'm on the other side of this equation where I drive unloaded 99.9% .9 of the time. It's so rare I get behind a truck while I'm towing. Yeah. Um, I care about how it drives, right, when there's nothing hooked up to it. I care about going to have some fun. I want to hit the track every once in a great while. No, I'm not a tracker. I'm not there every Saturday with my, you know, in my my 2020 tremor. Um, <laughs> but, 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 right, but I, I, I do want to be able to do it once in a while. Sure. And, and I think this truck lends itself very well to that versatility of being able to be your workhorse and still going and having fun on the weekends once in a while. Yeah, and I mean, the track is one thing, but I mean, this thing's got a cool suspension package on it. It's got front lockers. I mean, you could take this thing off-road and run it, you know, throw dirt around, go in the sand, whatever you want to do, and it's, it's, it's going to have a snappy, you know, performance-oriented attitude when it's unloaded. So Absolutely. I like that. And it really hasn't done anything that I, I mean, I'm running the big tune in it, and I, it hasn't done anything that I don't like at this 30,000 pound weight rating. It is just as smooth as can be. Um, and yeah, myself as well, came in loving Duramaxes, loving GM, uh, ever since we've started kind of tuning and messing with even the earlier generations, the 6.7, and looking at like the 14s with that twin scroll, and then moving into the, sure. the upgraded turbochargers as they go forward in years. Um, there's something that I, I'll, I'll admit, man, I've, I've fallen in love with these trucks. They're a blast to drive. I think they also look great. I think that's one thing we've probably skipped uh, because there is so much just opinion involved with how these trucks look. But I know when that when that 2020 first showed up at the lot, we had some very different opinions about about how it looked. Sure. Uh, some different opinions about who loved and hated the grill. Yeah. With these, I, I don't think the, the Ford has had that major facelift, at least very recently. No, it looks very similar to the 17. You know, there's a little bit of change for 2020. Still the aluminum body, you know, the lighter setup there. Sure. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, I think they're probably due for a facelift or due for an interior update in the not so distant future, as, especially as they try and compete with Ram, you know, both GM and Ford. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what they come up with there. Uh, we also, we were just talking about some of the other kind of little features uh, as we were getting loaded up here today. And one of the things you had mentioned was the bumper. And, it's and the, the little stuff, man. Little stuff, but it matters. God, I love that. So the Ram's got a camera that points right at the gooseball. Uh, GM does too. This truck, I put it in reverse, and I can't for the life of me find a freaking camera that points at the gooseball. Maybe it's not part of the tremor package. I don't know, but that's just like... How know, not? Just annoying, right? <laughs> little little stuff. And I, Call me a bitch. Call me whatever you want, but... Like, 
not having the little steps in the bumper so I can jump up and throw the chains on. It's just, you know, all that little stuff kind of adds up. And uh, there's, a, there's a couple of those little features here and there that, that are just helpful. I like, I mean, honestly, again, I mean, you're, you're, most guys are going to spend, you know, five to eight years with their truck. So like, yeah, all those little things, the 150,000 times you do have to get in and out of the bed of your truck to grab one thing. Right. We yep. all do it. Yep. Um, it matters, man. Now, the little handle and, and fold-out tailgate step they have in the Ford, I've never been a fan of. I, I think they're quite ridiculous that anybody would take the time to fold one of those down and use them. Sure. Um, but they're there, so, so they do have that Maybe when my feature. knees get worse, I'll, I'll use that. I've already dropped my tailgate on the 2020 Denali on the ball, so I'm one of those guys. Um, happens it happens right and if you haven't done it yet with your truck you will you probably will <laughs> uh we are working our way down here to uh where we're going to do our zero to 60 run with the trailer on in this truck give you guys those comparisons between the three nick what are you expecting out of this one I, we're right in the middle i think this will be the, the quickest one to be honest i don't think it's going to like wax the L5P, but I think it's going to be a little bit quicker than the L5P. Okay, gotcha. Um, I have to say, based on just how it's felt to drive the thing, you're right. I, I think it's clearly going to be going to be the leader ahead. Again, I don't know how much that matters to all of you, to everybody who's towing, but man, if you do got to get up and get moving, uh, knowing that you can do it, I think is the important part. Yeah, this truck is no fuss. Use use whatever throttle you want. This truck has no fuss whatsoever. And been my experience driving it here, and that's you know. I will say, uh, as we talked about the ride quality, this is the stiffest of the three. <laughs> this is just unquestionable, because we've run down this road where we're at right now with two other trucks, the exact same load, yeah. um, and we did not have nearly the amount of vibration in the seat. It's not as plush as the L5P. It, it might be close to the Ram with the dually and the heavy springs and stuff, but this tremor package is definitely tougher than the L5P. Yeah. Um, it's also the highest ride height in the back, I'll tell you that, because we had to crank the trailer higher than the other two to get, so the, the Ram was the lowest, the L5P was second, and the Ford had the uh, the highest rear end. So if you're switching between three trucks, which you probably aren't doing, but <laughs> worth noting. Yeah, it is interesting, because when you look at the three of them parked next to each other, I don't think most people would call out a ride height difference. No. And I don't think you would you would notice it, but I, I was thinking the same thing as we were cranking that trailer up and down. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's an inch or two difference here, at least. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's noticeable. I don't know how much it'll impact the trailer you're, you're hauling, you know, if it'll actually make a difference for you. But I suppose somebody who's really testing the limits will find that advantageous. Yeah. I will say the exhaust braking is coming in on the Ford. Uh, you know, just, just to give my final review on the exhaust brake, um, it, it is not the Ram exhaust brake. Not even close, but it's better than the L5P. All right, and we are in our spot. We are just going to get our draggy set up. We're going to do one last zero to 60 run for you guys. All right, guys, we got our zero to 60. Nick, it's on you. Seconds in the eighth mile. Ooh. 
22.08 for our zero to 60, guys. Uh, Basically the same as the L5. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. And I think the L5P, to be honest with you, felt better shifting during that same zero to 60 run, which I'm extremely surprised by. Yeah, I might have hiccuped a little bit on the one-two shift. Um, I just didn't want to hammer it super hard in first gear. Um, that was, you might call that me, but third and up were all clean shifts yeah. and they were all, the truck felt pretty good. But yeah, I would say they, it felt similar to the L5P. It was similar, yeah. Um, okay. So guys, I think that gives you a pretty good idea of what these trucks at least feel like on the road to us or our opinion of them. And look at that guys, listeners, you're seeing our actual planning in effect, real world right now. Um, <laughs>